So in the following years after their split, the members embarked on various solo endeavors. So first with Paul, so after he departed a few years prior, he rejoined his high school metal band. Hmm. He eventually would reunite a few years later with Joe and Bradley to perform as S Club 3 at various events. Hannah starred in a few films and musicals. Um, Rachel arguably had the most successful kind of post-S-Club career, at least music-wise. She did release two solo albums that did quite well, included some number ones. Um, And she did eventually start a few businesses and also appeared on Strictly Come Dancing. Jill also released some solo material, but it wasn't too successful in the charts. And in 2007, she appeared in Celebrity Big Brother and along with other castmates, was accused of racism and bullying behavior. Bradley also attempted to start a solo career. John went on to appear in stage plays and musicals and also a few films and TV shows, and he released a solo album in 2012. Tina herself also attempted a solo career, but nothing seemed to have happened. But she eventually joined Joe, Bradley, and Paul for S-Club gigs. Yes, we love a little revival money. Love revival money. (laughs) Yeah, so their post-S Club careers are interesting. I would like to delve more into Rachel's solo career because I'm going to be honest, I don't know her albums that well, but I know many regard her as kind of a really good pop star. Altogether, though, regardless of like Rachel's reputation, I don't think this whole group was full of stars. Like they're like a megazord, you know, like they're, they're better altogether. And there's no tea, no shade. It doesn't mean that they're not talented. It just means the pull, the gravitational pull. It's just not there. Like me, I used to make YouTube videos. I feel like it's better with someone else, i.e. my friend Chris. This is why <laughs> I feel great making these shows because this is something to play off of. The chemistry is there. It's just fun. Sometimes when you're by yourself, you just don't have it. And it's okay mm. not to have it. And I think they didn't realize that, which is why I'm just like, what the heck? Oh, my gosh. Like, why did you guys try to figure this out? Like, you can still keep the relationship going and maybe feature on each other, you know, but I can understand four years of being together, you want to space out. Um, I think overall, like hearing all of this and even like looking back on certain things while we were doing research, I think the most disappointing was like just hopping from the career stuff is like Joe's behavior. Yes. Oh my God. What a mean lady on that show. I don't, you know, Yeah. I've been on a reality show, right? And I wasn't behaving in any way that I wouldn't behave if I was home without cameras. I'm not saying everyone has to be like that, Mm. but no matter how stressful I got, I'm pretty much the same person. I'm pretty consistent. So regardless of her being on that show, her behavior is inexcusable and it brings people the worst out of people. No, you bring the worst out in you. And if you've always Mm -hmm. been like that, it might heighten that part of you Mm. and reveal itself, but it doesn't like suddenly make you a certain kind of person with a certain type of rhetoric. Regardless of it not being racist or not, it was terribly unkind and rude. And she may be a very nice lady, but I don't appreciate what I saw. And I was disappointed in her. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, (laughs) But positive note, Rachel's stuff is very like electro pop. So I think we might actually like it. I think it just fit her vocals Mm. more. But yeah, Miss Joe, bad. Bad, Miss Joe, bad. Yes. (laughs) I I completely agree. So yes, I do need to delve more into Rachel's solo career for sure. I only kind of know the singles. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you know, the second album is, yeah. People keep telling me I need to really get ah, into it, so okay. so I will. I will. And if well, you'd like a review, let us know. Um, not, yeah, not... going through the members, yeah. I remember Bradley, he appeared on, like, some television reality series where he and, like, a bunch of other ex-group, like, boy band members, like, tried to make a boy band, and that was, like, really 
not, not good. Not the encore. Uh, <laughs> kind of like the encore. All the S Club 3, S Club 4 performances. Um, not good. Um, the footage, never great. Um, and then they do more kind of later on. So we'll talk We'll talk a bit more about that later. Um, yeah. Tina has a, she has a pretty um, interesting solo track on YouTube that you can you can find um i know john actually i i saw he recently actually by the time this episode comes out i believe his solo album will finally be on streaming so i'm actually very curious about that because i have never heard it so um yeah that's good, good he's kind of just getting that out there um, yes. but yeah i completely agree with you overall um i would say none of them and i think i said it right in the beginning like i don't think any of them really stand out on their own yeah, that kind of solo stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they feel so, together to be Yeah, so it didn't fully, fully work. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, yeah. But near the end of 2014, it was announced that all seven members would reunite for their Bring It All Back tour in May Whoa. 2015. And their first appearance was for a medley performance for children in need. And prior to the tour, S Club 7 also re-released their best greatest hits compilation with a revised track listing. And then the tour hit arenas across the UK. Yeah. So the children in need medley performance we have to talk about. <laughs> Adults in need. That's what it was. That was not good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Let's be real here, y'all. Fan or not, you gotta be real. It was adults in need. They needed oh my god. It, it was, was bad. Just, it was rough. And I'm just disappointed with the performance. And I don't know what all the elements involved were, but it was giving unpolished. And there's so much better than that. You know, like there's <laughs> so much better than that. And I hadn't known much about it when we had watched it. I think I watched that at your house like two years. I forget. Yes. But it's, yeah, we watched we it a watched long time it. ago, a few years ago together. Yes. And I was like, turn it off. Do you want me to keep <laughs> being your friend? Like I was joking about the friend part, but I was like, Chris, what's going on? Like I'm so disappointed. But you know, now I'm looking at like the, the BB footage, Big Brother. Uh, BB footage and stuff like that. Joe hmm. jo was smoking quite a bit. Oh. And I didn't realize that she had been, because on the show, she's just, you know, sig hmm. after sig. And I was like, oh, I mean, that adds to it. And like being out of practice adds to it as well. And of course, as you get older, your voice changes. It gets deeper. But I just felt like she just couldn't hold the notes. And I'm like, this is not just like I lost my voice because I haven't used it. This is like abuse. Not like she's choking herself or like, you know, punching herself in the throat. But like, it's when you don't, when you do things that are detrimental to your throat health, mm -hmm. that's what it sounded like. Um, but yeah, I mean, she did what she could. Bradley sounded good, thank God. Oh, yeah. Um, Tina Same doing bit. her dance. Tina should have not tried. She is so pretty and she's so talented, but that was not the day to try to do that turn or whatever the hell she calls herself <laughs> doing. I was so upset. 
me reading them does not mean I don't like them. It just means they showed up for work half-dressed. And I'm calling them out. That's all I'm saying. I will say Hannah looked great. Yes, Hannah was serving. Yeah, with that ponytail. Yeah. Um, it really did just feel like they needed a few more weeks of yeah. rehearsals. It really yeah. felt like they got together the day before, mm-hmm. learned all of this, and and you could tell they just didn't really even know where they were supposed to be on stage yes, at certain moments. Yes. Yeah, like it was wow. all, you could see them thinking, you know, what yeah. the next, you know, Move. moment was. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was super, super messy. And, uh-huh. you know, obviously looking back at their previous performances, I watched a bunch of their performances. They did rarely sing live, like in, yeah. the, in the past, right? I don't think I found one live Top of the Pops performance or anything. If you guys have one, please send it my way. They obviously did sing live for the Queen because, you know, you have to sing live for the Queen. Sure. Um, and that actually sounded okay. And that, I mean, it was mostly just Bradley and Joe, right? Because don't stop mm-hmm. moving. But right. even with the tour performances clearly there's post-processing there was a lot of dubbing on yes. joe as well yeah. um so it wasn't a pure kind of live vocal recording sure. so yeah i do wonder if they yeah i don't know maybe they've always just been kind of rough with the live vocals maybe in general fatigue and stuff like that maybe aging maybe it was yeah just or like... just not enough you know time actually dedicated oh, yeah. to vocal doing lessons this, yeah. and working on the blend and everything because they were doing yeah. all this other stuff with the tv shows and stuff um, yeah, I did watch um, a uh, like a full recording of the Bring It All Back 2015 tour just because I was curious and someone put up the whole thing. Um, thank so thank you for that. <laughs> um, yeah, that tour seemed a little rough as well. Um, like the arrangements were just kind of like, uh, um, they were just the chemistry. It's just it just yeah. wasn't there, I would say, for this tour. It was all a bit a bit messy. That's a, sh- it's yeah. a shame. It's a shame. But you know, following that full reunion, the mm. members went off on their own again. So you know, that was cute for two seconds. With Joe, Bradley, and Tina continuing to perform as S Club Three, they even released a single, "Family," even though there were less than that in 2017. And in 2020, Joe announced that she would be leaving to work on solo material. And Tina and Bradley recruited Stacy Franks from S Club Juniors to join the lineup. And they performed as S Club All-Stars. Hey. And as we have kind of talked about a lot throughout this whole episode, mm-hmm. many members through the years in interviews have also revealed the financial troubles that they had, um, noting that due to the way that their deal was structured with 19 Entertainment, they mm-hmm. had seen very little money from their various brand endorsements, merchandise, and sales. Paul, especially, was not very shy about revealing his troubles, um, <laughs> noting that he could barely afford new clothing. Um, like, I think that loose woman uh, appearance that you mentioned, like, I think there were reports that he even asked them just to get, provide him a shirt to wear <laughs> for that because he didn't have anything nice enough to wear on TV. Um, and he even sold his Brit Awards on eBay <laughs> as well. Uh, Hannah also revealed that she had become homeless. And Paul and Hannah, speaking of, they were also just constantly in the tabloids over the years because they had kind of kept getting back together and breaking Mm -hmm. up. And then I believe they had quite a messy breakup as well um, at one point. So that was kind of all over the tabloids as well. That's a shame. You know, it's just, they were young, right? It was like still in their Mm. 20s when they like like all broke up as a group. It's just one of those things where I'm like, what happened? And it's like, did you waste money on this? You waste money on that? And it's like, 
not a matter of wasting because I think with Paul, he had mentioned that some fiduciary issues had come up where he had to pay lawyers and other fees and that kind of like wiped him clean. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, aside from just like financial irresponsibility, a lot of things came up probably for them where they were probably dealing with stuff we don't even know about. Oh, yeah. So, you know? Yeah, I mean, also, it's just, it's, I think there were some numbers. I don't know, like, <laughs> obviously what was fully accurate and stuff, but I saw people were saying that they only made really, like, maybe 100,000 pounds each and, and not much more than that, you know, which really is nothing, you know, for all the work that they did. And they don't have any real income after that because, you know, they didn't really write the songs. Uh-huh. You know, there's not much residuals much there. Um, and so, and yeah, they probably at the time were just like, ooh, you know, I can buy a house or like I can buy a car. Yeah. And, you know, it is easy to spend that. Absolutely. Yeah. And property taxes. I was like, oh, once you get the house, it's great. And that's just like, no, you have to pay a fee every year. Yeah. My house? <laughs> that mm-hmm. I paid off? Like, so yeah, it's, oh, God, it's yeah, rough. Yeah, yeah. But you know, mm-hmm. they did, I respect their, um, what's the word for it? Their get up and go, their scrappiness. That's the word. Because even though this man may have done you dirty, you still were like, you know what? There's money to be made here. I know the songs, I know the dances, and I could still do this. So them being able to kind of get back together, work with the young girl from um, Juniors and mm. try to figure it out as a trio, as a quartet, as a whatever umpteenth yes. number. Mm-hmm. I respect it. It might be yes. like really tough, but I respect it. Yes. Shout out to Bradley because he, clearly he's yeah. the most consistent member. He's the only Absolutely. one that's in every iteration yeah. of that it's club that there has been. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, good for you, man. You, you kind of kept it going. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it is smart. Obviously, we had the big reunion. Like, you know, you kind of had everything. So, yes, you definitely want to capitalize on the nostalgia. There's a lot of performance opportunities there. And, you know, they can make a lot of money doing these gigs, which is good. Yeah. Um, the family track. What did you oh. think of, of that one single that the three of them released? You know, I had to listen to it till, until today. I'm going to be real with the viewers and the listeners. It sounded like a karaoke track and the club was like, yo, we'll give a hundred dollars to whoever can make up lyrics for this random ass instrumental we have in the book. Yeah. Song number one million three hundred, whatever. That was not good. And they deserve so much better. Like it was released what, 2017, right? Mm-hmm. I wrote a better song back then. It was my first song. I wrote a better song back then. They should have called me when I was in <laughs> when I was like starting college. They should have called me. I'd have been there for them. But no. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's just a bit odd because it doesn't sound anything like any s club stuff it doesn't sound very contemporary either um so i just don't understand who they were trying to appeal to here like it's not like like for example i think bewitched for example have done a really good job curating new songs because Uh you know they'll do these nostalgia gigs too you know in a set of maybe like seven or eight songs you know one of them there'll be a new song and it will fit like sonically you know yeah but like this like you can't throw this in between reach and bring it all back and expect um, that everyone is into it you know like it's just a very odd choice it's not good it's not good sorry guys oh, yeah you guys deserve better and um speaking of s club three s club all stars so I actually have seen s oh, club all stars right. yes they were That's at right. 90s baby pop when i went in manchester in 2021 were... um it wasn't great Oh yeah, I remember. Uh, I, was I will say Bradley was great. Um yeah. Stacy has a good voice as well. You know, she sang a lot of the S Club Juniors leads as well. Yeah. So, you know, she covered mostly everything that Joe did. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Um and they did, you know, throw in an S Club Junior song or two in there as well, which is nice. Um 
But yeah, there's something about this iteration or mm. these iterations that have just lost all polish. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like the charm like, is just like the, Yeah. Like the dancing is really not together. Yeah. And it just feels like you're watching amateurs, which is really, really sad Sorry. to see. Yeah, you know what? I I I comp- you showed me a clip a little earlier, and I and I had compared it to watching your favorite teachers get up and do like a performance at a pep rally or a talent. Like you love these teachers, like these are your favorite professors or whatever. And then they you're just like, yo, Mr. McIntosh, sit down. Yo, 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 <laughs> teach, sit down. You know, miss, mm-hmm. miss. And I was like, dang. And it sucks. They they look like they wanted to be there, but what you may want and the physical there's a dissonance. I'll just say that going yeah. on for sure they needed each other they needed something to push them for sure yes um so yeah it was a little sad for me actually to see the three of them like that um at that show so i was quite excited actually when in february 2023 the rumors were swirling yet again and all seven members of s cup seven came together to announce that they would celebrate their 25th anniversary with a tour in October 2023. And the buzz was much higher than the last reunion due to the wave of nostalgia that has taken over in the past few years. Mm -hmm. That's right. However, in April, it was sadly revealed that member Paul had passed away due to natural causes. The members released a statement expressing their devastation. A month later in May, the group announced that they had changed their name back to S Club, that they would rename the tour to the Good Times Tour to reference the album track that Paul sang lead on, and also that Hannah would no longer take part in the tour. The remaining five members released a statement saying that they wished her all the best and that she would always be a member and that they would welcome her back whenever she wanted to return. But Hannah would later reveal in interviews and her autobiography that it did not feel right to continue with the group after Paul's death. And sure. though that she's glad that the tour was moving ahead, she actually had not spoken to any of the members following her departure. There were also a lot of tabloid reports uh, saying that she was actually pushed out due to contract negotiation issues. Uh, She has not fully spoken on any of that. Um, But given what we know about Simon Fuller and kind of everything that this group has dealt with in the past, this would not surprise me at all if she was pushing back a little bit on things and he was Mm -hmm. just like, we don't need you. You're being, you're, you're too troublesome. Like, I don't need yeah. you. I have the other five. Like, we need to keep this going. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little fishy. Fishy wishy. I feel for the team as a whole because it's like, how do you continue? Mm-hmm. And how long is enough time mm-hmm. to grieve? And if we grieve too long, like there's, there's, there's a lot of things that go into this. Like, how do you, like, if he was still down to do it and we're, we have all these plans, why not continue? But also, He's not here. Why should we continue? So I get that little back and forth. Mm-hmm. So kudos to them for still going. And I also understand like, even beyond like just a, a friend standpoint, it's like if we are hard, if we're all running on some hard times and this is something that will feed us, we don't know how long this wave of nostalgia is going to last, mm-hmm. then got to jump on it while the iron's hot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And do what you can to show your respect as mm-hmm. the show continues, which I think they've been doing. Yeah. So I've seen some thumbnails here and there. I've had, I had to watch anything. I've seen some thumbnails here and there. And I think uh, they've done a graceful job of showing yes. respect. So I appreciate that. It's a yeah. tough situation. For sure. I agree. It's really sad because watching the announcement and the press conference and everything that they had Look. at the time, he was 
really excited about yeah. doing the show yeah. um, and, and to perform again. So that's really, it, that really is what makes me the most sad, I think, about mm-hmm. the whole thing. And I hope Hannah's doing okay. Yeah. I do think, you know, she went to the press very quickly after sure. everything happened and it felt a little exploitative, I think. Um, yeah. on the tabloid side. So I just hope she's cool. doing fine. You know, she she did release autobiography. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's, it seems like she's kind of just at peace with the whole uh, situation. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. all a little, I don't know. It, it's definitely giving Simon just kind of, again, just kind of just keeping the machine going a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. And and I am glad that, that the five did decide to continue yeah, absolutely. Like I, yeah. like I said as well, it's one of those things where it's like, well, we're if they're hard on money, we don't know. But if this is the opportunity for them to you know, provide yeah. for their now families, I'm pretty sure some of them have families, right? This is the way to do it. Just the timing is just really like it comes across as crass or not yes. crass, but like crude. Um, but for the fans and for S Club's, I guess, peace in a way, they released a brand new single called These Are the Days in July 2023. It was produced and written by two previous collaborators, Simon Ellis and Kathy Dennis. We love Kathy Dennis here on the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the song had actually been written 20 years ago, but they decided to revisit it and rewrite the lyrics to become a tribute to Paul. Because the- song's okay mm-hmm. um it definitely fits with the cheesier part of their back catalog it again mm-hmm. has a kind of retro motown ish vibe to it um but definitely giving album track or b-side like there's yeah. like there's like there's a reason this didn't make the albums before Damn. <laughs> thing. um i will say the video is cute like almost as a continuation from say goodbye, say goodbye you know yeah. it's like them all coming back together and, re- and reminiscing again revisiting everything the single is okay. Like all the emotions aside, all of the meaning behind it aside. Like if I didn't know anything about it and I just heard the song, it's okay. I feel like the production could have been a little bit more better or even again, adopting what's like cute and current and what's happening in UK right now. Like you guys can reclaim the sound. It's like, oh, because we are on music shows, why I'm complaining like this. Because I'm a fan, I will let it go. And I think it's okay. It was satisfactory. So don't come mm-hmm. for me in the comments. Okay, because it's not that deep. I respect the meaning behind it. I'm just saying, as a music, as a music show, music critic, <clears throat> critic, um, I do think that the song could have been better, and they deserve better. Yeah. Okay, but if they're happy with it, then fine. That's my point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So S Club began their Good Times tour in October 2023 with dates all across the UK, and they even announced North American dates. Their very first headlining concerts in the US. And the tour in the UK was extremely successful, and the group has since teased new music, more activities, and maybe even a new television series. That's hilarious. And Mm. with that, we are caught up on S Club 7. But before we wrap up, what do we hope is next for the group? Well, we know what's next for the group, but you know. (laughs) Well, let's see how much this teasing actually, you know, what it actually results in. 
Um, True. We did watch their Capital FM Jingle Bell Ball set together. Uh, and I actually thought they did a decent job in it. Like, it, it's Better definitely more polished than that Children in Need performance from 10, indeed, yeah. 10 years ago. Um, yeah. And that tour as well. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of lip syncing. Um, but, you know, if that's what they need to do to polish up the rest of it, I think that's okay. Yeah. Um, I yeah. do have tickets to see them in New York as well. I know you're hoping to go to the show as yeah. well. So I am quite excited. They're playing quite a small venue here. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see them in that setting, yeah. um, how they adapt the show. I've also tried not to see too much of the show right. since I knew right. I was Same. going. Um, sure. But, you know, no band, no dancers. It's kind of just the five of them with a huge LED screen, really. Um, Come on now. Yeah, you know, maximize the amount of money you're making, I guess. Um, yeah. So yes, you know, I think the Jingle Bell Ball set was good. So if that was an indication, I think it's going to be a, a really good show. Um, and I'm excited to see them live, like as a five, especially after my last experience with All Stars. <laughs> uh, my experience by proxy wasn't great either. I remember sitting there and be like, what is going on? Who had to edit the footage too for one of our reels for our, our socials. Um, so definitely be sure to follow us mm, for our content yes. reviews. Oh yeah. BCTV pops on Earth Day. Um, but yeah, I don't know how I feel about a TV show. Like at this point, it might as well just be a reality show where people go, oh my God, I remember that group as opposed to them doing the little cheese thing again. Cute little five episodes, like how Steps did, we're back together. Let's talk it all out. Ah, this is where we are now. People like those. That's why I talked about Unsung earlier. Make it an unsung moment. Do not, if they're going to do a show, like yeah. a TV show, right? Like a Netflix thing, like a documentary style, like, wow, remember when? You know what I'm saying? They already do yeah. it now on the on Netflix and stuff like that. So it's just might as well just do it with the actual group instead of just one member. Yeah. Um, so yeah, honestly, that's it. And I hope I get to go to the concert so I can go buy a t shirt. Um oh. yeah. I love concert t shirt. Now I want to see it and sing it in person because I was too young to even understand. I was but a ding dong just bopping <laughs> around, not realizing that this would be like really good music that I would steal lyrics from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. I legit only stole one line, so don't come for me in the comments. But hello. <laughs> yeah, I will say if they do release new music and stuff, um, call me. Yeah, you can call Shan. But also, <laughs> like, I, I hope they have a good ANR behind them. Um, I will say Simon through the years has been less consistent in terms with his acts in terms of the music itself. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I just don't really know. Like, like, I think Steps, you know, I think Steps and All Saints maybe are the best blueprint of how oh. you can come back yeah. 10 plus years later and yeah. make it work. Like, really know your sound yeah. and develop it and make yeah. it good. Yeah. And I don't know if they have the team behind them to do the same. But, Call you know, us. I'm here for it, though. Call us. We're here for you all. <laughs> We're all, all, all five of you. We are here for you, okay? Um, but yeah, we are now at the section of the show of our Hop 101 where we talk about the highlights of the discography. And um, my pick is actually Chris's pick. So Chris, I'm gonna let you tell him what the pick is. What? You can't do that. I know I don't <laughs> ever do that, but I listen to all the things. And I'm like, oh, I like this one. And I put it in my thing. But as I was doing the notes, I scroll down I'm like, not this guy chick picking this too. <laughs> so I don't know where- yeah, I- I'm gonna be honest. We don't normally pick the same song ever, but. This song is a very, very clear standout, I would say, yeah. in their back catalog. It speaks to, I think, our taste as well. 
Yeah. Um, I was kind of, I, I did kind of choose a few other ones at the time when oh, I was okay. going through, you know, like I, mm-hmm. I did pick out some of the more solo tracks like John's Sunshine oh. or yeah. Paul's Good Times. But I felt like for this, I, I wanted to choose a more kind of just group song. Then... So yeah, I guess we both just kind of ended up on the same one, which is Who Do You Think You Are from the Seeing Double album. Yeah, I like this on the beat. The break beat is so cool, especially for yeah. their vocals. It's like, huh? What's that? It's just, it's a nice fit. Um, there was, I think, on the Seeing Double album, I did have a pick, um, but it wasn't stronger than this. I just kind of just left it. You know, I was like, dang, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I kept going back to this one too. I was like, this is good, but like, mm, who did you are? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the whole kind of garage influence thing is great. There's a nice vocal split here. The yeah. chorus is kind of an interesting melody and just kind of an yeah. interesting cadence with the way that they they sing it. Yes. Um, their little uh, performance from the Seeing Double film is also very fun with the clones. <laughs> Not um, the clones. Oh, my gosh. And they reference the clones in, in the lyrics as well. Oh, um, gosh. You know. But, but yeah, I think this song is cool and an indication of where they could have gone if they kept going, for sure. Because it was genuinely cool. Actually. Yeah, it yeah. was. Ah, what a waste. That brings us to the end of our Pop 101, and class is dismissed. So, what do you all think of S Club? We are so excited to have finally done this Pop 101 that we've been talking about for like years now. Um, so now we can cross it off. <laughs> you have to let us know which artists we should do next. What should we do a Pop 101 series about? You can comment below, message us at CCTV Pops on social media, or if you want priority, you can join us on Patreon for exclusive content as well. And that's at patreon.com slash CCTV Pops. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and turn on notifications for our YouTube channel. And if you're enjoying the show on a podcast platform, give us a rating and review. Until next time, that's Chantel. That's Chris. (laughs) Signing off. From CCTV, the nonstop pop show.